All right, all right. Greetings and salutations, and welcome back to yet another episode here on the Primal Beast Podcast. When you're here with the host, with the most, your moderator, your originator, your progenitor, and your advocator, man on man and Don P. I want to welcome you once. I welcome you all. Much love. Salute to he who has an ear, let him hear and adhere to this extraordinary commentary on the game for the dames on the play-by-play of primal attraction for the simps, the gumps, and the chumps that have all been ill-informed and misadvised so that you won't, they won't have to pay for play and receive an ego subtraction and a wallet abstraction. As always, I hope all is well and well is all I'm wishing you well from the wishing well. Yeah. <laughs> Salute. Hey man, real talk. Y'all be a brother indeed and go ahead and cash at me, man on man the done on my cash app, alright? If you want to reach out to me for personal consultations, make sure you do so by hitting my email up, the primal beast number one at gmail.com. Again, that's the primal beast number one at gmail.com. Also, go ahead and join the Primal Beast Face Group right now. It's the Primal Beast Group. On Facebook, join me, man. I got exclusives, you know, and we just kind of hang and everything like that, man. And don't forget uh, about Patreon forward slash The Primal Beast where I have my Suave Suitor webinars, okay? Now, what those are, let me, let me break that down real quick. I really go into a lot of more uh, distinct details about a lot of shit that, you know, that's just, it's just not made for... You know, general audiences. Okay, this is for a mature audience. Men that basically want to be on their grown man shit. All right, because I deal with so many different levels. Because in these, when I am doing these epilogues with you guys, you know, I'm mainly speaking in a lot of generalities. Okay, but and it does apply to a lot of situations. But it's not about what you do; it's how you apply. Your or how you applicate things, you know, in your life when you whether it's just with you personally or even when it comes to dealing with women or dealing with extreme situations, whether it's at work, whether it's at play, or whether you know uh, you have decisions that you need to make about family or anything. All right, so I really get down more into the breakdowns on those webinars. Uh, I do. I will have pricing details on that, but go ahead and you know begin to follow me on there. Also on Patreon, I def- I definitely appreciate. It. I salute you all, man. This is the fellowship, you know, and that's what it is. So without further ado, let me get into it. I'm a, I'm about to give you guys. This, these are for my guys that are vertically challenged. Okay, now I myself I'm six four because I'm giving you game for the short guy. I'm 6'4", right? So I really can't relate to a lot. Personally, I cannot relate to the hangups of women telling me, oh, you too short. You're not tall enough for me. Wait, oh, <laughs> oh, you cute, but you know what? Mm, you real cute, but you're a little short for me. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know because I always hear a lot of guys in the dating um, atmosphere, manosphere speak about these things. In fact, they often say, on dating sites, now these were stats that have been confirmed, you know, solidly, I would say, for the last five years. They have been solidified, rather. That two things that men lie about is, number one, their income, and secondly, their height. I'm about to lace y'all with some game right now, quite possibly, that you've never, ever heard before. So, here goes. 
Now, personally, I just confess to you all that I'm not a shorter guy. Those guys I consider short are typically, what, I would say under six feet or what? Was that 5'10 and below? I got to say this, man. Personally, a guy just, you know, get met with stiff after be stiff after stiff rejection like that. And some of, but, and to be crazy with you, man, some of my good, good player partners were short. Most of them ranging between what? I would say on average about 5'6 to 5'9ish, somewhere in between there. To be honest with you. My dad is short, bro. My dad is five foot seven. In fact, my mom is taller than my dad. I think she's about what? Five nine, five nine and a half. And my dad is what? Five seven? I would say five eight, somewhere in there. And from what I've seen, even with my own pops, even though I've always known him to be married to my mom. Well, actually, he's remarried, you know, but um, I never even heard him mention the difficulty of being a short guy and how women have discriminated against him. Or maybe because we don't really speak like that on those matters, those issues. At least he's never expressed that to me. And. For a lot of my other buddies of mine and associates over the years that I've seen, man, they've done quite f- well with the ladies, to be honest with you. Now, let me say this. Can a short man's height be looked at as a handicap towards women? I'm going to say, yes, it can be. Yes, it can be. I'm not going to deny that at all. But is that always the deal breaker with women hell the fuck no it's not in fact let me tell you guys something i've always told you guys women have preferences listen just because a woman has a preference for a taller guy doesn't exclude you bro there's no exclusion with that and to be honest with you even for me man when i meet a lot of women it's it's funny with me they'll say oh you're like the tallest guy i've ever dated i've ever dealt with before or some of them will say, no, you know what? You're the second tallest. No, you're maybe the third tallest, the second or third tallest guy I've met. And I'm like, oh, really? Yes, yeah, I've had women tell me, yeah, I dealt with a guy that was 6'10", or my ex was 6'7", or my other ex, you know, or my baby daddy is 6'5". All of my brothers are tall. My dad is tall. And that's a, and that's a very, very unique correlation with that, too, what a woman finds attractive, believe it or not. If y'all deal with women and they telling you that everyone is around them is tall, that's part of her um, natural selection process. It works in a weird way. Because even in social psychology, studies have shown that women as well as men are usually more attracted to that type of mate that, um, you know, that fits their genotype in their family I know it works in a very weird way but that's one barometer you can use to often tell okay you know what if you are indeed that woman's prototype or not or if you kind of like an outlier for that female if you will but there are many other points I want to bring out to you guys today man because here's the reality let me say this. I got a buddy of mine, man, a Pittman partner of mine, 
Sparky the P. Guess how tall Sparky is? Sparky is only five foot five. But I got to be honest with you, man. The thing about Spark, and he also has a cousin named Tez. Now, he's not a pimp. He's more on a macking type of end. You know, I used to joke with them all the time about that. But Tez was, was only, what, or Cortez, should I say. God rest his soul now. Cortez was only about 5'6 himself. 5'6 or 5'7. See, what I want you guys to understand is that you just, if you're short, you're going to have to, you know, compensate for that quote-unquote perceived handicap. Is it a handicap? No, it's not. No, it's not. In fact, they would say only 14% of the world's populace, male populace, only 14% of men are six feet and above. Typically, you have Mexican men who are normally shorter. Filipino men who are normally shorter, Chinese, Japanese, and I know people want to say, oh, these are not racist. I'm not here to talk about race. I'm just here to bring out ethnic, ethnic groups, okay? Um, so there are many cultures you go to around the world where the men are not that tall. You know, um, that's just the reality of it all. And so let me, and let me let me bring out some other logical points. All these women out here having babies and stuff and being married. You you think they marry some guy that's six feet or above? No. Listen, it's very rare when women or even men, when people normally not up or you know are with the people that they actually really want. No one really gets their prototypical type. I don't care how handsome you are, how rich you are, how fine a woman is, how sexy she is, how lovely she is or how debonair you are. Nobody really does at the end of the day. At the end of the day, the people that are actually right for you, the person that's actually right for you will never be your prototype. And that's something that we all have to deal with. It's the whole you know, diaspora of uh, style and substance again. Because at the end of the day, it all gets to a point where we have to say, okay, she's not really my sexual type, but she's in love with me. That woman really wants me. Even I've made that mistake. And women make this mistake all the time. You guys, many of you guys have made the mistake as well. And I won't even call, you know, I don't even want to refer to it as a mistake because you like what you like, right? But we get carried away sometimes with our preferences. There I go. That's what I, That's just how I want to say it. We get carried away. We get overboard with it. But we have to always find a middle ground with it, right? But here it is. I've known a lot of Fly. I know a lot of short guys, but you know one thing about them? They will fly. You know one thing about them? They had tenacity. They had intensity. They had swagger about themselves. They had presentation. I want to break down a sports analogy. Well, it's not even a sports analogy, but it was a, um, a situation. Now, everyone who follows sports and who's no sports like I do, could all remember the Lakers 
when they won the title in 2000, 01, 02, and 03, right? Or 01, 02, and 03, the three-peat with Shaq and Kobe. See, there is something, you know, Kobe used to always call Shaq lazy. Oh, he never wanted to be in the gym. He never wanted to do this. He never wanted to get in there and shoot, you know, 10,000 free throws a day. You know why Shaq didn't do that? Because he didn't have to. That's why. Now, is that a pass for any man? I don't care what your profession is or what it is that you do for a living. Does that su to suggest that you don't have to work? That you don't have to put in the time, the effort, and the energy to be the greatest version of yourself? No, no, no. Not at all. I'm not here suggesting that at all. But I want you guys to follow this. Watch this now. See, Shaq was 7 feet, 300 pounds. Young Kobe Jellybean Bryant, God rest his soul in heaven right now, was what, 6'7", six, 6'6", six, six? maybe what, only 195 to two, what, maybe only 210, 215 pounds, 220 pounds at the most, maybe 225 when he balked up. See, Kobe had to be in the gym putting up shots. Working, working on his handling, you know, on his ball handling skills, on his jump shot, on his defense. Not to say that Shaq didn't. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm telling you that it took Kobe a whole lot more to be greater than it took a guy. Because guess what it is? When you're looking at a Shaquille O'Neal seven feet tall, you can't teach that. You can't teach size. You can't teach force. You can't teach power you can't teach dominance that was his god-given ability so what kobe was in air realizing is that shaq didn't have to do what he did because shaq just coming out on the basketball court was guess what he was an easy you know 20 or 10 in the year of the night and just with a little bit of effort, he was an easy 30 and 15 any given night, almost every night. All he had to do was just apply himself. Now, not to say that he didn't have to have any skill, because Shaq did have skill. As big and as massive he was, he had a lot of agility. Quick spin moves, able to dunk, able to get up in the air, able to run him back and forth down the court. But see, I'm comparing that. Between the, the Shaq and the Kobe comparison to a lot of guys in society. Like for me, if I'm 6'4", 215, 220 pounds, guess what? If you're a guy and you're only 5'4", 140 pounds, 150 pounds, or 180 pounds, then you got to find out, okay, you know what? I may not be taller than Mano. But I'm damn sure going to outdress him. I may not be as tall as him, but I'm going to be able to outspeak him. I may not be able to be as tall as Mano, but I'm going to outswag him. I'm going to outpresent myself. I'm going to be more wittier. I'm going to be sharper. That's all it means. Now, I'm not telling that saying as a, as a guy... As a shorter guy, you have to, you know, adopt the Napoleon Bonaparte, uh, uh, you know, dynamite, whatever is that, Napoleon uh, mindset. No, not at all. 
That's where the short man complex comes from. I'm not saying you have to have a short man complex because, listen, the short man complex is just a guy that everybody sees that he's insecure because of his height. So he tries to be the bully. And I've met a lot of short guys like that in my day, especially in my school days, man. I had to whoop their ass. Oh, yeah, I did. So I'm not saying that you No, it's not about you becoming toxic. To command the room and even to command respect and reverence from women where they see you as a suitor. But I'm being honest with you. See, one thing about my man Spark, Cortez, and even a lot of my other short male guys, even my old man. My old man could always dress his ass off. Spark and them, they could always dress well. They could always look great. They always knew, in other words, how to. You know, it's just like even with a rich kid. The rich kid doesn't have to go out, per se, and, you know, make his own way, charter his own path. Now, that's not to say that he doesn't have to work hard, that he should just live off his daddy's money. No, no, no. But. All it means is that he already has that F you money. He already has the C money. All he has to do is conceive the dream and the vision that, hey, because listen, here's the thing. It's not about just having a dream in life. It's all about having a dollar with the dream. Now, that's not to say that the poor kid can't someday become a rich man. Not at all. But it's just that, you know, the rich kid, he has a head start in life. That's all. He may not have to. It's not really, it may not really be required for him to go to a four-year college or university. You know, he's going to basically get to where he wants to be a whole lot sooner or a whole lot faster than the poor kid. Because the poor kid is starting out with none. He's literally got a bootstrap. He wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth. And that doesn't mean that the poor kid should be really rich at the uh, jelly, jelly of the rich kid. Not at all. Just understand what his reality is from your reality. And that's the same way with dealing with women. When you being a short guy. Deal with your reality. Understand, okay, you know what? Like, and I know a lot of, a lot of, a lot of my ver vertically challenged <laughs> compadres. I'm not, it's not going to appreciate me saying it, but I got to say it. Here's the thing about when you're short. It's easier to develop muscle than it is when you're tall. And trust me, man, I've been noticing this for many, many, many years. From high school, college, pro, life, whatever. But understand, when you're shorter, your, your lineup probably going to have to be fresher than mine. When you're shorter... You can't afford to be dusty, crumpy, and but listen, you can't be dealing with struggle nomics and struggle mania all over the place. You just can't. It just means less less room for error. Like you take a guy like me that's 6'4, a guy that's 6'8. Okay. Guys like us that's tall, we're gonna get attention just walking in a room. People are just gonna kind of notice you. Now, that doesn't mean to say that I should be dusty, musty, or frumpy either. Of course not. I'm always looking my best. Just because I'm tall, I, I still dress well. I'm still fresh. I'm still clean. I'm still swag. I still got the drippy. I'm still soft style. 
But all I'm telling you is that your game has to be a little bit more proper. It has to be a little bit more on fleek. Let's compare the rich man to the poor man. In fact, I've talked about this before. Not in this specific uh, podcast on this platform. But I talked about rich man's game versus poor man's game. Let me give y'all a breakdown. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Because this goes back to rich man game. Let's just say he's the trick, right? Versus the poor man's game, he's the pimp. Hear me on this. See, you think about the rich man, he got money, so money talks. Money always talks, it always speaks volumes. He doesn't really have to say a whole lot. Now, does the woman or do people need to know that he has money? No, they don't. But he knows he has money. See, this is what money provides for men. Confidence. It feels good when you got money in your pocket. Your walk is different. You know, you're not getting all those gray hairs on your head and shit. You know where your next dollar's coming from. You're not worried about your next meal. You're not worried about paying your rent and your mortgage and your lights and your utilities. You're not worried about, you know, having the necessary ends to, you know, to meet your necessary needs you're not concerned about that but see where the poor man or the pimp gets over on the rich man y'all don't hear me though see the rich man is too comfy he's too cozy sometimes the more money you have and the more things that you get in life you become comfortable and it makes you soft. See, the poor guy, he's more edgier. Y'all don't hear me, though? The pimp, he has to have that edge. That pimp, he has to understand how to present himself. He has to develop a mouthpiece. He understands that, you know, I got to have more drippy in that. I don't have that loan paper yet. But if I want to get that loan paper, I got to put myself in order right first. I have to be my own best representative. The pimp understands that he has to sell himself to get the hope to buy into him and pay her the choosing fee. Him, her choosing fee. Y'all don't hear me, though. And see, this is how I want you guys to look at the game. Because I know, listen, even for me, I got to be honest. I've had a lot of short motherfuckers always jelly of me, always hating this shit. And I knew what it was about. And I just had to make them feel better. Amen. Nigga, you, you a cool motherfucker. Don't, don't be acting like that. You ain't got to do... Man. Listen, I've literally had guys tell me before, guys, this like only five, 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 five. Say, man, get away from me, man. You too tall, man. Mad at me and shit. And for a long time, even for me, man, it took me to come into this notch around the age of about 19, bro. When I've had, when I literally had to have females sit around and tell me, you know what, you hot just because you tall. I've had women tell me that just because you tall that makes you sexy. I I, I gotta be honest with you, man. Women say it's not about your looks or your face, even though, and I've had women say, no, you're very handsome. You have a very attractive face. But the thing that women are choosing you based on is your height. I've had women tell me that ever since I was nineteen. And I was very naive to that fact of matter too. And even for a couple years, I'm like, no, nah, that can't be true. 
I wanted to deny the fact. It is some truth in that, that women do find men, taller men, sexy. You know why? Because women are attracted to physicality. I keep telling you guys that. And like, like I've said, maybe not, no, no, it's nothing you could do about your height, but there is something you could do about your weight. Buck up. If you're, you know, if you, you know, because listen, being skinny and scrawny doesn't help your cause either. Just like being uh, short, yeah, yeah, just be like being short and obese doesn't help your cause. So you got to understand, this is what I'm trying to tell you guys, right? And this is for all men. When a woman meets you, she's critiquing everything about you. It's not just your height. Oh, he's tall. I want to fuck him. Oh, he's short. I don't want to fuck him. Nah, bruh. Because a guy, he could be tall and goofy. Tall and uncoordinated. Tall and unorthodox. A woman would be like, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Look at him. He's fucked up. That's why I spend so much time talking about going over the science of nonverbal seductive communication. Why don't think I do that? But if you short and you got a, your walk is cooler, you got a stance, you have something about you that just oozes my cheese more about you. You can always become a woman's exception to the rule. Don't y'all know that, man? Women don't have, listen, when a woman likes what, you know, yes, women have their preferences, but what they like in the time and the moment is just like the wind, bro. That's why I've always told you guys, just because you are a woman's preferred does not make you the only one. You may be the first one, but you're not the only one, bruh. Even for me, women say, oh, you're everything I like. You know what I realized? I've always realized I'm all right. This bitch is flattering. Even if she means it, I know it's flattery. Why would I call it flattery? Because I know, okay, she may want to fuck and suck my dick first. And listen, I've been in spaces where this has happened to me. When a female, they chose up on me first. But guess what? They was choosing up on that shorter guy that's 5'10", 5'9", 5'8", like, you know, three months later, six months later. It happens. Even I was in the military, that would happen. I may be a woman's first choice, but I'm not her only choice. And that's when you guys come in at, man. You brethren come in at. Stop doubting yourself. Because if you doubt yourself, you might as well out yourself. Because all that means is that you're not really about it, about it, about yourself. Y'all don't hear me though. So that means when you're shorter, all it means is that you're tight. Your game just got to be tighter. And you are the game. You got to smell better. You got to dress better. You got to look better with your body. All that shit. I mean, your 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 sharper needs to your your liner needs to be fresher. All that shit, bro. That's just how it is. Going back to the example with Shaq and Kobe. See, Kobe couldn't dominate the game on just imminent, you know, power and size and strength. Kobe had to dominate the game with flashing and slashing and crossover. Kobe had to dominate the game or take over the game with more, maybe less of his mind, with his quickness and finding what are his strengths, what are his weaknesses. Because Kobe's 6'7". On a nightly basis, he's meaning guys are 6'6", 6'7", 6'8", 6'9", 6'10", 6'11", 7 feet. But when it comes to Shaq here, there are guys as tall as him. 
But maybe they're not as strong as him or as powerful or even as skillful as him at his position as the big man. See what I'm saying? Y'all got to understand. You take a, a guy a guy that's 6'6", right? He can still get pum pum even if he's not a sharp dresser. And the reality of it is if you're, if you're a short guy, you may not be able to pull that off. You may have to get some gold grills in your mouth. I'm, I'm just saying, man, because I know cats like this. Listen, there's a young man right now, man. He's a young minister. Shout out, shout out, man, to uh, Robert Harris. I used to deal with his mom. But every time I see this young man, man, and dude is only, what, 17, 18, I believe now? He's fresh. In his suits. He knows, he understands how to wear his, how to put his cufflinks together. He always, you know, he got on some nice specs and all that. He keeps his hair cut fresh. And he, the young man goes to the gym. And guess what? He gets a lot of attention from females. All in his class. And all, listen, I got to be honest with you. A lot of females that I done seen them with, they look good, bro. They some, they some cute little honeys. I got to be honest. I even got to give him that, like, boy, you minding me and me over there. Because why? He's understanding that, okay, if I'm a short guy, and I think, and, 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 and kudos to his mom, she put that into him, his pops, whoever did. Shout out to them for that. Because I don't believe that he's realized, but they, they made him understand and realize, wait a minute, if you're shorter, son, bro, whoever, you can't do what man will do. He's 6'4". He don't get a pass to be sloppy and, you know, have a sloppy body or a sloppy appearance either. But what I'm telling you is that you have to do more to be more the less you have to work with. And that's in every aspect of your life. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. You know, it's genetics. God-given ability or whatever. Even if you're a guy that's ugly. Let me say this, man. Same thing applies. Listen, if you're a guy and you feel that you're just hideous. Women are always talking about you, your looks, and women ain't giving you no play. That's why y'all got to reach out to me for a personal consultation. Because I am speaking in generalities, but every man have, everybody has their strengths and their weaknesses. I was on... Um, I, left, I was in all in the comment section on this one... Um, Video uh, with this vlogger who, you know, they call themselves Black Peeled, okay? And they talk about uh, LMS, looks, money, and status. And all throughout the video, he goes on and on about the symmetry of a guy's face and, you know, the, the, the uh, approximation from the ear, from the mouth to the eyes and all of that. And I just, I just got tired of it. Because my whole thing is that, all right, do any of you guys here, do any of you numb nuts, when the last time you picked up some weights? When the last time you did some squats? When the last time you did some push-ups, some pullovers? That's where it starts. The work begins with you. You at least have to give yourself a chance. It ain't that hard out here, man. Don't y'all realize that it's more women than men? Women can't even be, be that selective, to be honest with you. Because here's the chance, here's the reality. If you're 5'5, five five, don't you know the average woman is only 5'5 five five herself? 
Think about it. And I just told you about the natural selection process. The reality of it is a lot of short women have never even dealt with a guy that was 5'10 or above. Facts. And I've had a lot of women tell me that. White women, black women, Hispanic women, Asian women, all the women I've ever dealt with. I told you, most women I meet, they say, you're the tallest guy I've ever met. I'm more just like a thrill to them. I'm more just like an experience to them. That's it. Just to satisfy their curiosity. I don't care if you're a guy that's five foot two. Look, look at Kevin Hart. Look at Cat Williams. Kevin Hart, I believe, is only what, what, about what five six. In fact, most of your male celebrities are very, very, very small in stature. They're very miniature, but they still having babies. They still having sex, and I know a lot of you guys want to say, "Oh, that's because they have money." Oh, that's that's why. No, because a lot of these guys were getting action before they even got famous. They just got more action. They just got, they, they slap rate just got higher after the fortune, after the fame. And I don't want you guys to get caught up in that trap of thinking, oh man, if I'm sure I gotta have money. No, you gotta have life inside of you, bro. Women need to feel life, vigor, tenacity, intensity, charm, witticism. That's what you get over at. And I'm going to be honest with you. What a lot of women. I'm going to be honest with you. Women. Listen. Women trust shorter guys than they do taller guys. You know why? Because there are a lot of things that women don't expect from shorter guys than they do taller men. These are just the. This is just the reality. I've had so many women even tell me. Even exes of mine. So you know what you're talking. You just what women are looking for. See, when you're a short guy, man, and listen, that is a great quality. Trust me. It's a great quality for a woman to look at you and say, oh, you know what? He's believable. Because if a woman believes in you, you know, she's more likely to trust you with her heart, trust you with her life. So it's not a bad thing. Because one of, one of the things that Extremely good-looking guys that's tall that they have is that women don't believe in them. Yeah, women want to fuck them, but what about when a guy gets tired of that? What about when a guy comes across the woman that he really wants to be with? I'm speaking to my own. I'm talking to my own self when I say this. That been women that I want to deal with and see where things can go, but they just like, nah. We fucked a couple times. That's that. It happens that way. See, man, there are always plus and minuses with everything. The grass is never just as green as you think it is. So, you know, being short, it does have its perks. It really does. You even get away with most shit when you're shorter. You know, you guys got to learn how to laugh at yourself and enjoy what God created you to be, man. That's, you know, that's what confidence derives from. Confidence derives from accepting who you are. And once you accept who you are, you have a sense of being. Because now you have just freed yourself. Now you're not afraid to go and get that woman. Now you're not afraid to boldly and proudly present yourself to the world now. But in order for you to do that, you got to do the prep work. Preparation prevents poor performance. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Performance. These are the five P's of life. Five P's of life.
So I don't want you guys to feel like you have shortcomings just because you're short. Because, see, let me say this. Women are always rattling off what they want in their, in their ideal man. That's why it's ideal, because something that's ideal is not real. Something that's ideal is comparable to a unicorn. I've never seen a unicorn. And that's why I tell you, I encourage you guys. Don't say that, listen, you can't even go to women and ask them for advice. That's why I got a problem with dating, with female dating coaches trying to teach men some shit. Because women are always going to mislead you with their mouths. Oh, no, we don't care about looks. Listen, looks do matter. And I've always said this. But it's not just about the looks that guys say. It's not about facial features with looks. It's about looks as far as being appealing to the senses of sight, sound, smell, touch, and taste to the woman. I've been telling y'all this, man. I'm telling you guys this. Let me be honest with y'all. Facially, and I don't even judge men at all, bro. But facially, women don't even expect men to be that handsome. Or, or, you know, why y'all trying to go for being pretty? That's a female's trait. This is why female models make more money than male models. Women have always been adored and revered for their facial beauty. And the body for women is just the bonus, really. But a man, listen, it's in us to want the prettiest woman we can get to procreate with. That's part of survival, believe it or not. But what a woman is looking at, listen, is your body, your strength, your power. That's your masculine beauty, bruh. That's why y'all see it right, right there on my, on my uh, art. For this podcast, Masculine Beauty. And that's you guys got to focus on when you're shorter. Develop your muscle, develop your body, develop your physicality. Have a unique sense, a, a unique and a pristine and a trendy or chic sense of style about you. You have to envision how you want to look. Know how to accessorize with designer frames. Scarves, hats, you know, your clothing and everything. You know, you know, some people call it like to call some dating coaches have referred to it as peacock, and I agree with that. But just standing out. And you and still it's not about you doing it for you because you want more attention from women. Because no matter how much of the best version of yourself becomes, somebody ain't gonna like it. Someone is not going to be impressed with it. But you have to be impressed with who you are and what you are and the way that you represent yourself. That's what it's about. And naturally, the better you feel inside yourself, the better you feel when you look in the mirror with your clothes off. The better you feel, you know, you look, you know, uh, you know, and you just feel about life in general when you wake up in the morning. These are the feel-good hormones that begins to flood your bloodstream and your brain. And this is when you begin to feel like, I'm worthy. Okay, I can do this. All right. I am that dude. And this is why I tell you guys, man, every day, every single day, you have to 
It's about being impressive as a man, not trying to impress other men, not trying to impress women, not even so much trying to uh, impress your family and your friends. Because, see, that also happens a lot of times. A lot of men, a lot of people feel like they have to impress their family. Oh, people tell me I wouldn't be anything. Uh, they ain't say it to me, but I know they feel that way. You, you never want to get... And listen... You're always competing against the man in the mirror. It's never about no one else but you. It's not about the external forces. It's all about your internal forces within you, which is your primal force within you. And let the primal force be with you and stay with you, bruh. If y'all want to reach out to me, you can do so at the at the primal beast the number one at gmail.com. That's the primal beast one at gmail.com. And as always, I hope all is well and well is all. I'm wishing you well from the wishing well. Look, man, the person missing most is the one you could have been. Don't be a could have been. Be a I am. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so he becomes and so is he. Till next time, stay tuned for the next episode and be the primal beast at your absolute primal best. Double salute.